0: Alright, so tell Jessica the thing yeah. that you said about the musicals.
1: I think that there is a Broadway musical that could solve any world problem or any there's no there's no issue in the world that couldn't be solved with a number from a Broadway show or okay. just busting out into song or dance at any given point of time. I'm game. I'm nervous now.
2: <laughs> what about anti Semitism?
1: Well, I don't want to go to the easy one, which is West Side Story, that I just started singing. Why but- is
2: that going to cure anti-Semitism? Well,
1: it's the Sharks and the Jets. It's 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 Tony and Maria. It's it's seeing people as people and not as something you've been raised to hate. It's as clear as day. You don't watch enough musicals, do you?
2: Guilty as charged. I have in the past. I mean, I. I think I know a lot of musicals. I mean, yeah. that's not
1: an insult. John would take that as a compliment. Right, John? Pretty much. <laughs> he hates musicals.
2: Uh, and actually, some of them I don't remember. How about this? Let's do a different – let's do this a different way. How about I give you a musical song and you tell me what problem it solves?
1: <laughs> All right. Go ahead. And you know All what? Right, Throw on. in Disney too because those are some excellent musicals.
2: Okay. Ba-da-da-da. Hold on. How about Rent?
1: But just the, the musical in general. I mean, that is a social commentary on disease minutes. and and the, and politics and oh and dealing with poverty and I think Jessica's frozen. Is she so back it's yet? It, well, she looks back. No,
0: nope. <laughs> sitting there frozen. as Yep, yeah, she's trying to come back. You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to ask Jessica. She's right on the right network because, dear listener, oops. You're still here, right, Melissa? Okay, so you're
1: still here. I'm connected. Can't get rid of me. All
2: right, so what I'm going to do...
1: Is cut all this out.
2: (laughs) And she's back. I got kicked off because of the rain, I guess. Are you on the right network? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine now. Okay, here we go.
0: I can't believe in this day and age the rain kicks you off an internet connection.
1: Let's get this party started.
2: All All right, hold on. How about um <laughs> yeah, we're back. To never, that. never 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 stop oh. good wait we're not gonna do that anymore well you, she did while all
0: you right. were frozen you were sitting there frozen all right tell her real quick what rent does
1: it's a social commentary on being poor and being sick it's health care it's everything rent is everything that was a softball Are you waiting to throw something at me like chicago where it's on the prison system commentary he had it coming come on
2: well, that's obviously true. They did have it coming. He had
1: only himself to blame. Yeah. All right. Let's done. How about Oklahoma? I never saw Oklahoma. Is that the Seven doesn't Brides matter. Everyone seven knows that song. bullshit? No,
2: Oklahoma's from Oklahoma. Oklahoma, when the winds come whipping down the plains. That one.
1: Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I, I never saw Oklahoma, if I can... but I'm sure I'll look that. it up for you.
0: For every rule, there is an exception. So Oklahoma will be the exception for the musical rule.
1: Only because I haven't seen it, I'm sure I could find something in there.
2: How about poor, unfortunate souls from the Little Mermaid?
1: Oh, yeah, she knew what she was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> She's—that's another political commentary. But yes, um, mm-hmm. she stole all those souls that Ursula the Sea Witch. I, I, I respect her for that. But you know, of course, the villains in all in all musicals.
2: How about "Look at Me"? I'm Sandra D from Greece. Hey, you know what? <laughs>
0: Hello, everybody. I'm starting the show because everybody was chit-chatting earlier.
2: <laughs> Hello, Jessica. This is the John Buchanan Show. Welcome to John Buchanan Show. Hello, just John. She
0: said that earlier because it was everything was on the board, and I'm like, no, I only put like a couple things on there. But it might be the John Buchanan Show because...
2: It might be today.
0: It might be. It's okay if it is. Well,
1: let's see if you have any brilliant observations, and then yes, it oh, will be your show. I'll have
0: observations. You two will decide whether they're brilliant or not. Let's see.
1: Hey, I'd like to wish the two of you a happy anniversary. This is our 52nd show. We have been officially doing this for a full year. Oh,
0: happy uh, anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast
1: and fill it, happy anniversary. But be careful, you don't fill it, happy anniversary. Oh. Anniversary of the anniversary. Dear listener, if you are just starting or you've been with us the whole year, I want to say thank you to you, too, for bringing us into your car on your commute or while you're in the shower. Hey, thanks for bringing us into the shower.
2: Have you ever tried um,
1: to
0: listen to a podcast in the shower? I have. Yeah. I can't seem to get it loud enough. I have.
2: I have. Um, I have to put the phone right up against the, yeah, like, right in the thing.
0: You
1: don't have a waterproof speaker?
0: No, we don't have a waterproof (laughs)
1: speaker. So I have a waterproof speaker, but I don't trust it for some reason to be waterproof, so I put it right outside the shower door.
0: Oh, okay. No, I tried it, but you know what happened is then I could, my phone would always Connect to it in the house so that my phone would ring and I'd pick it up and I'd hear somebody in the yeah, shower. Yeah, that's going, a
1: problem. Yeah, yeah, you'd hear them upstairs yeah, and I'd you'd be like, "I'm downstairs." Going, hello,
0: hello. I'm like, huh. who's here? <laughs>
1: right.
0: Yeah. So I, I did have one. I, I didn't like it. To be honest with you.
1: You say to your sister, "I see that it's you, but I hear somebody upstairs. I can't talk right now. I have to go right. figure out who's upstairs." <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, it's you. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it.
0: So, see uh, Jess just got back from Harvard.
1: Have it. it was felt? really fun.
2: It was good. It was very good. I didn't necessarily speak. I judged a podcast pitch contest. Oh yeah.
1: Who were the pitchers?
2: Who were the catchers? Um there was a few. There was a woman pitching a show about women over 50 called Venus over 50. Um there was a show called Call Your Grandma, which is which is like conversations with your grandma. And then one uh about Picking Apart Linguistics, one that was an audio drama where the actors were all um, addicts in recovery, reenacting stories from people in recovery. That sounds
0: like it'd be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it was cool. It was just- I'm with Everyone
0: except the linguist one. It's like- but that's and, not I like it.
1: and I love that shit. I just don't want to listen to a podcast about well,
0: it. Again, the person out of the three, three of us that needs the linguist show is me. But well, it has, has point, to be Melissa. incredibly
2: interesting for it to work.
1: Well, wait a minute. So you were just on Harvard's campus, but these were not students? These were not – you were just using their facilities?
2: Um, some of them were students. Some of them were professors. But also there were students and professors – no, they were mostly there were mostly staff from other institutions. So like MIT person was there and like Boston University people were there. They were all – and there was a lot of people from different museums and nonprofits, and they were all figuring out how to do a sh- podcast for their organization.
1: What were the student pitches that were interesting?
2: They weren't Harvard students. They were just low like life. um. Go ahead. I, said like, I think the, all the ones I just explained <laughs> to you were um, like nonprofits. Okay. okay. Yeah. Got you. Fair enough. The students kind of ran the program, oh, that's which was cool. interesting. Yeah. Well,
0: at least they can do something with that Harvard education,
2: I mean, yeah, they interviewed Dan Carlin, who doesn't really do much for me. I, should I not say that? Do you know Dan Carlin? i
0: you? you know it's so funny. I hear about him. I've never listened to his show because I know he puts one out whenever he feels like it, and it's like four hours long.
2: This last one was six, six hours long.
0: now, I heard that he does i'm I'm interested in going back and finding something that I'm interested in and giving I going listen to just to listen to one of them. But I, I, you know, he was before my time. Like I didn't hear him when he was like the yeah. big, the old, on campus. Well,
1: John, if he's before your time, yikes!
0: No, I mean in podcasting.
1: <laughs> That's nice. I
0: got in. Po- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I got into podcasting two thousand twelve. I think he was like one of the originals, like in two thousand five, six, somewhere around there. He was like one mm-hmm. of the.
2: He was yeah early, very he was early. An, he early. Was OG. A very, an OG, very big show. Yeah,
0: he's an OG podcaster.
2: He is a very very big show. Really big show today on our really big show. really big
0: show! We'll be talking about the Indians and the Cowboys and the Buffalo. You know how that all worked <laughs> out.
1: Oh, good lord! So, guys, we are talking to you, or we're recording for you on Monday, and mm-hmm. tomorrow right. is Election Day.
2: Actually, Tuesday. So,
0: yes, you, tomorrow
1: is Tuesday, Jess. Yes, yay! Two points.
0: As you hear this, <laughs> it is now Thursday.
1: Yes. Made. So, you all, dear listener, I hope you did the right thing, our tomorrow and your two days ago. So, as you listen to this, I am either second day on the couch or in bed, having (laughs) been through at least 10 boxes of Malamars, or I'm beginning to have hope and starting to exhale. But either way, Thursday, my husband will be on a men's trip in Florida for five days, six days.
0: I think he planned that. Some good moves, Stu. Yeah, and, good move to get out of town.
1: We are still here and still plugging along, and, and you you know whether or not to look for me or send help. <laughs> send help. Well,
0: okay, so can we unpack this a little bit? Let's say if your side doesn't take over the House or the Senate.
1: I'll be in bed with the boxes. Why? Yeah, go ahead. Why? Why? Because we have... Knocked on doors. We have spoken to people. We have lobbied. We have marched. We have tried to do the right thing for be kind, do good, show love. And it's like the third act. You need you need the hero to come in, and and it's like in the third act of of a movie or the end of a movie. If if the villain wins,
0: well, okay. See, so here my problem is is with the villain. Nobody
1: so, goes to see that movie, John. Nobody wants to see that shit.
0: Well, again, the villain. I mean, there's two ideologies here.
1: Not really. Not really. You can't tell me you're not a villain when you come out and say I grab pussy and you can't come out and say you're not a villain when you say that neo-Nazis are good people. You can't come out and say he's not a villain when clearly somebody. He's not running. Uh, Okay, go ahead, honey. Go ahead. He's not running.
0: So I'm saying is that you have a bunch of people that have different views than you in certain situations. OK, that doesn't make them. Villains. This
1: is him running again, John. This is, These are people who are going to support his his ideas, his shaking. Remember last week I talked about shaking the tree of crazies and when they fall out, they might not fall out <laughs> directly with with orange face and crazy glued on hair. They fall out with their own hate that he just throws out. And they scoop up and they run with it. Well, that's who you're voting for. People who are going to say, yes, keep doing that. Yes, men. That's who you're putting in there to support I mean, him. I don't and know all the I... work we've done to find other people that have a check and balance on what he's doing.
0: So you're telling me that if we all we turn this House and Senate over to Democrats, Democrats
2: then that, that will stop. Is that what you're saying?
1: I think I just well, keep, say it again.
2: No, they won't. They won't, <laughs> no. they won't. be able to further the agenda that's really only meant to make rich people richer.
0: You realize that? In, oh, okay, I get that part of it. The, you realize that in two thousand and six, that uh, Barack Obama was spouting the same thing about immigration that. Donald Trump was – Did you see
1: down. him with children in cages? More so in his first 30 days, Trump took all of these regulations on business, business that feed him money, feed him money. He took mm-hmm. away all the regulations like, hey, don't worry about dumping all of the your use product, everything, all of your crap yeah. and garbage into rivers. The reason,
2: the reason that Republicans say that the environmental problems are made up in bullshit is because – They're very, very rich oil drilling companies, and those type of companies are paying Republicans. They donate lots and lots of money so that they can further their agenda. So you have to get rid of those people so that you can have environmental legislation.
1: Which is the deregulation. (sighs) That Remember when he signed a thousand things and held it up like a fucking three-year-old? Look what I did, mommy, for every every camera. That three-year-old art project destroyed rivers and streams and lakes and and groundwater and – Everything that starts in that circle of life that winds up into the cow that you're going to eat and then you're going to get sick.
0: Okay. All right. So I think you're really pushing that out there a little bit. Okay. I don't think it's as bad as, again, I got to say that there's some of the agenda that I'm not crazy about either, but I think what happens is that in today's day and age, we have to start grassroots from our local governments and we have to start there's a thing out there called the Anti-Corruption Act, and we have to start passing that at the local level, the state level, and then that'll get to the, the national level. That's how that's how women started. That's how women got the right to vote. It started with one state, then two, then three, and it gets to a certain point, then they all went. And it's yep, just the that's same. how we're
1: doing it with marijuana too. Yep, one exactly, state, one two state, states,
0: two states, so, and it's the same thing we have to do with anti-corruption because just so just so you know, both sides are oh god corrupt as hell. Just so you know. They're all sides are for they all need money, they're all taking corporate money, and they all have their
1: But I've never heard anybody on the right.
0: Of course you of course you're not gonna hear anybody say, say on the left say anything like that because they know who their peop- people are. I've never
1: heard anybody on the right side, just to finish that point was I've never heard them say, let's look into um reforming financing where the right side's like, no, I'm gonna pay for I'm gonna pay for everything and get everything I want. The left says that's not right. Money shouldn't be free speech. That's not how that works. And I've never heard anybody say it shouldn't be that way on the other side.
0: I listened to a podcast yesterday. It was uh Ben Shapiro who's a uh, perfect, calm, calm down. Let me finish the sentence. Will you I
1: no, no, I just make that sound when I hear Ben Shapiro. Okay. That's the sound that comes out of my mouth right. when I hear and his he name.
0: And he was talking another one of uh, you know your people. Uh, and
1: he, wait, wait, who is my people? The Jewish people. Who is with whom is Democrats. he speaking?
0: Ben Shapiro is a Jewish is a Jewish man.
1: He's a flaming piece of turd. All right,
0: whatever. So anyhow, he uh, did a, an All interview right. with Tucker Carlson. <laughs> with,
1: oh, another turd. Go well, ahead. Wait,
0: wait, but I'm just saying <laughs> when Tucker Carlson just wrote a book. And it was really, really interesting because Tucker Carlson had a lot of things to say about that that did not really align with the conservative point of view. And it was very interesting uh, of all the things he was talking about before. All right. So I didn't want to get this again. Everybody's so charged up over this election. It's like, so that's why I don't want you on the couch for three days if
2: this doesn't go well for you.
1: No, It's going to be way longer than three days. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't, want, well on the, than three I don't days.
0: want you on the couch. You a-
2: could also... Just decide that regardless of what happens, you're going to live your life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Putting it out there as a possibility. Right.
1: I mean, I'll think about that, but, and the only reason I'm willing to even contemplate it is because I've got kids and there's still going to be another AP exam and the kid's going to need an egg sandwich and pants that don't stop at the ankles because he just grew four fucking inches in a year. And like, yes, life does go on, but for some people, it might not. And that is devastating
0: see i'm so upset with the the way the media handles everything everything is a breaking news story everything is they just got you on the edge. they're just feeding everybody yeah, that's their
1: business but does that make them the enemy of the people and deserve bit. to have bombs mailed to them no, and- okay
0: stop no it does make them <laughs> it does make wow. them where they you know they're not being true to what they're supposed to be doing i understand it's a business and they got to get you all worked up so you keep coming back. They're like drug dealers. You know, they just want you to keep coming back, coming back, coming back, all right? But they don't deserve to have bombs mailed to them.
1: Jessica, do do you think you know the difference between something that is a fact and something that is an opinion? Politically speaking, when you hear people talk about politics, because this is all of a sudden today, the political show.
2: I think that I do, but I have to work really hard at it because I don't think... It's obvious.
1: Okay. I'm going to – I have 10 pieces of information and five of them are facts and five of them are opinions.
2: Mm-hmm. And you want okay. me to decipher?
1: I, I would like – well, I, I, it's not really a quiz for you. I'm not a kind of gotcha girl like I told you you couldn't tell. But the, the statistics I, – I heard this. It's a Pew Research Foundation survey that was taken – and it really threw me to know that for a couple of them, over a quarter of the people asked could not tell the difference between opinions and facts. You guys want to do it together?
0: Sure, absolutely. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Do you want me to number them, or you want to just discuss one as they come? Just
0: go through it, and we'll just I'll, just I'll do number it, one, yeah. and then we'll just see what it. happens.
2: I'll keep. Okay. I'll keep yeah. Score. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Spending on Social Security, Medicare and Medicaid make up the highest portion of the U.S. federal budget.
2: I mean, that should be a fact. Yeah, fact. It is written as fact, but I don't know if it's an opinion because there's no – is there a source, says whoever? (laughs) Is there like a cited source in the next sentence or no?
1: No, there is no next sentence. This is just the one sentence and you have to say if it's a fact or an opinion.
2: I would say that it sounds like a fact. I say it's a fact, so we're both okay.
1: Just as a hint, something that is verifiable, yeah, I would I should would recommend, be a fact. Yes, okay. So that's that should be, be your,
2: does not mean is, but should be a fact. Yes, right. Okay. All right. Number two. Thanks for the hint,
1: though. I'm I'm here for you. I'll be on the <laughs> couch for you on Thursday, but I'm here for you right now. Right. Um, immigrants. Uh, who are in the U.S. illegally are a very big problem for this country today.
0: That is uh, that non fact. It's uh, opinion. <laughs> that's <laughs> that
1: obviously is a opinion. Non fact. <laughs> very big opinion. problem
2: is not a fact. It's like right. Very big. Yeah. Anybody could say very big problem. It doesn't mean anything. That's a Donald statement anyway. Yeah.
1: Democracy.
2: It's been a very big problem.
1: <laughs> democracy is the greatest form of government.
2: That's an opinion. Opinion.
1: Opinion? You just say it's an opinion.
0: It's an opinion. It's a fact and an opinion. It's opinion.
1: It's opinion. That was cute. Oh, it's an opinion. All right. While we're dealing with immigration, immigrants who are in the U.S. illegally have some rights under the Constitution.
0: I would
2: say that's a fact. Opinion. All right. So we differ on that.
1: It makes sense,
2: but that doesn't mean it's a verifiable.
1: Number five, government is almost always wasteful and inefficient.
0: (laughs) That's an opinion, opinion. although it's true. Did you think we would get more of these wrong?
2: (laughs) I'm just wondering.
0: Um,
1: Number six. (laughs) I guess that's a
0: yes.
2: Right.
1: Abortion should be legal in most cases.
2: That's
0: an opinion.
1: Mm -hmm. Number seven, President Barack Obama was born in the United States fact i tried to get you while you were drinking <laughs>
0: that is a fact
1: <laughs> number eight health care costs per person in the united states are the highest in the developed world
2: <sighs> i would say that's a fact it would be nice if it were a fact <laughs> let's just say that <laughs> <laughs> does that not count if i do that
1: is that your answer Yes. That it's a fact.
2: Okay.
1: Increasing the federal minimum wage to $15 an hour is essential for the health of the U.S. economy.
0: That is an opinion. That is an opinion. And number 10.
1: And number 10, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for holding out with me. ISIS lost a significant portion of its territory in Iraq and Syria in 2017.
2: That's a fact. A significant portion of its
1: territory in I mean, Iraq that should be
2: a fact. That's not an opinion.
1: That's the fact, Jack.
0: All right. That's so fact, why don't you roll down and tell us which one's what. What's number one?
1: I'm going to tell you that you got them all. Jess only got one wrong. And I don't think you got any wrong, John.
0: Really? So it's number four. Which was number four? Because that's where we differed.
1: Okay. Immigrants who are in the U.S. illegally have some rights under the Constitution. Okay. That is a fact. I mean, you've heard the phrase squatters, right? So even if you have a house, like if we have a house in Florida and somebody's living there, we can't get them out. They have rights. I mean, what do you mean you have rights? That's my house, but they still do. Um, But the Constitution provides for that. So yes. But it was shocking to me that people couldn't differentiate. You guys are scholars. Obviously, Jessica just got back from Cambridge. I mean, clearly you're scholars. But
0: clearly I'm a scholar. That's a stretch. But okay. I appreciate it.
1: Go tell your former podcasting partners that you were called a scholar today. <laughs> Go get,
2: tell it get on it. the mountain.
1: Go so <laughs> get a t-shirt made. All right. The most offensive, the most egregious one was more so they're saying that people over the age of 50 had a harder time differentiating between fact and opinion. Hmm. I mean, how could that be? How could that be? Over 50. You think you've been here long enough that you could get it right. It was shocking to me that you can't differentiate between fact and opinion. Again, if you can verify it by opening a book or the Constitution, for that matter, it is clearly a fact. Mm. Did any of you get, dear listeners, did any of you get those wrong? Are you surprised? Are you devastated? All right. I'd like to leave politics aside right now and ask you a question. I have been I've been telling you bad mom stories since the beginning of time. It's a full year now that you and I competed for. Oh, yeah. Well, my mom. um, (laughs) I found out that my mom did something that every mom did, but I was still horrified by it. When Mm -hmm. I was younger, both of my brothers got the chicken pox and she threw me in bed with them. Yeah, that's that's normal. So that's normal. Would you do that?
2: Yeah. No, I don't need to because my kids are vaccinated. But yeah, if they weren't, then yeah. Uh, yeah, my parents are the same thing. When when one kid in the neighborhood got the chicken pox, we all, all had played. to play in our pajamas. <laughs> yeah. As soon as the one was sick, they sent him outside.
1: Can you think of anything like that now where so-and-so is sick? I mean, we have vaccines now. so And also, if we have vaccines and people aren't getting the chicken pox, does that mean shingles isn't going to be an issue for so much longer? Because isn't shingles the dormant chicken pox that's in your system?
2: Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a good question.
1: That gets fired up. Are we going to eradicate that unless you're not vaccinating? 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 I like vaccinating. That's
2: clever.
1: It's cuter my way.
2: (laughs) It is. I think it is.
1: John said they did that too. They threw everybody in the same bed.
0: Really? Yeah, when I was a kid, not only did my mom put my sister in there to play with me, but her friends brought over their kids Mm. so we could all get it out of the way.
1: We don't really have diseases like that anymore. We've really cured up all the things that you want to catch early, so that when you get it later, it's not a bigger issue.
0: Here, John, you want this chocolate Tootsie Pop? Here, how about you? You want to lick? You want to lick? You want?
1: <laughs> Everybody, how many children can you get sick to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? Right. <laughs> it's
2: gross.
1: Do you think pediatricians sent parents home and said that? Like, do you think that was advice yes. that they gave them?
2: Well, yep.
0: I don't know do you, that it was. Not if you got chicken pox. When? It was when you got chicken pox.
1: And you would listen to your pediatrician for almost anything, right, Jess? Right, John? You'd listen to your pediatrician?
0: Well, I know my mom was like, she was very, she was almost, I don't know, what's the word? Uh, cra- she was crazy about, you know, with us kids. When we got sick, we went right to the doctors and. She, you know she was very up on all that stuff
1: let's say vigilant vigilant let's, say hyper-vigilant. let's use that word um because now pediatricians are saying they came out wildly against corporal punishment wildly against it they oppose spanking
2: expanking is all who's right. wildly who's wildly P-
1: the uh pediatricians did research the organization did research and it says that spanking leads to aggressive behavior and adolescent depression so a uh, Corporal punishment is not just spanking. John and I started to talk about this a little bit. They said you should go for things like positive reinforcement, and you should Ugh. not be spanking, hitting, threatening. Uh oh, threatening, humiliating, or shaming. Whoa, 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 whoa! Stop it. Well, the then clock. why is
2: life worth living?
1: I don't think. I mean, you want to say I can't that hit my tr- kids, but if you're telling me I can't threaten, humiliate, or shame my kid,
2: then we have a problem.
1: Then we have a problem. I mean, that's that's my. I told you that's my wheelhouse of how I parent. That's how I. That's how I get shit done. That's how I keep my kids on the straight and narrow.
0: See, yeah, um, under the uh, I'm. Oh, say, remember, I'm old school. I'm a dinosaur. All right, but I. Went to school with real nuns. They beat you with everything. My father, my mother used to wear the my father's belt around her neck so she could get to it faster. She was like a gunslinger. And the thing for me is that I say that when a child is young, they only got to get one good smacking. They just got to know you're capable. That's all. Mm-hmm. Because nothing you would put fear into my, into me is, where my father would grab his belt like he was going to take it off. Like if he reached for his belt, whatever I was doing, I stopped.
1: So that created fear. I think sure. I, I think there's a, right. And Stuart and I used to joke, we missed the opportunity to hit our kids when they were little. Like I certainly wouldn't go after them now. A, I, I'm not a hitter. Number one, A, B, C. Um, and number two, Q, L, M, is that <laughs> Ethan is twice my size. He could kick my ass. Like That window has closed. I'm going
0: to tell you a story. So when I was 15 years old, my mother, God rest her soul, she was all of 5'2 and weighed maybe 105 pounds. And I was 5'8 and went close to 190 pounds. So uh, she told me that I had to go upstairs and paint my room. And my friends were playing football. And I said, I will paint after we get done football because there's not, you know, we, it was this time of the year, and it wasn't, there wasn't going to be light for that long, so I wanted to go play football. And she said, no, you have to go upstairs and paint your room. And I said, I am not. So my mom stood in front of me and said, you are going upstairs and you are painting that room. And I picked her up by her two arms, you know, held what? her like side to side to side, you know, like I just clamped down on her and picked her up and moved her aside. And as I started to walk out the door, what I didn't realize was my sister was a baton twirler and my <laughs> sister just happened to leave the baton next to the door. She picked that thing up and whipped me with that thing around the the back, the legs and all, and beat me up the steps. And I Dang. got up with the ladder and I would take the paint roller and I would roll once and I would stop and she would whack me in the leg with that baton. She did it so much that when I went to school the next day, I looked like a barber pole. So when I went to gym, the gym teacher said, what happened to your legs? And I said, oh, I wouldn't paint my room. And my mom beat me with my sister's baton. And you know what he said to me? I bet you'll listen to your mother next time now, won't you? All right. These were the times that we grew up in. Now, you know. Go ahead, tell your
1: pediatrician that now, John. You're getting arrested. What I'm saying
0: is that, you know, you have to, as as a parent, you have to have control of your children at all times, all right, for whatever that takes. I did not listen. If I would have just went up and painted the room, I wouldn't have got beaten with a baton. But I told her that I was, going to, I was going to disobey her, and I physically moved her out of the way. And she knew that if I got out that door that she would lose all control over me. And she picked that baton up and started beating my backside. All right, second story. I am 18 years old now, and I have a car, and, I, and she told me to take out the trash. And, of course, I just jumped in my car and took off. I said, I'll get it later. So I took off out the door, and then all of a sudden my mom, who had a Camaro— Uh, I saw her behind me and I said, oh, look, she's trying to catch me. So, of course, I took off. I was trying to lose her. So I came around this one corner and I look in the rearview mirror and the car comes through the intersection in a four wheel drift slide, smoke pouring off the tires. And I go, holy crap, that's not my mom. That's got to be my dad. And I'm not running from my dad. So I pull over. My mom gets out of the car and says, you get back to that house and you put that trash out. I'm like, oh, my God, you're crazy. She had that car in a four-wheel sliding drift with smoke pouring out of the wheel wells trying to catch me.
1: Yeah. So my issue is, do I want my kids to respect me or fear me?
0: Uh, If you don't respect me, you better fear me. That's the lesson learned.
1: And my theory is, if you don't respect me, give me all your fucking devices, pack a bag and get the fuck out of here and go someplace else because I do too much for you to have you open a mouth or be disrespectful. So... I would love to pull back on that. I'll go get myself a full-time job. I've had a couple of offers in the last year alone that I chose not to do because I told you before, when I had babies, I thought it's so important for me to be home because this is a developmental time. This is the most important. That's crap. That's crap. Six weeks, you can go right into childcare. You will learn how to share better there than you did in our house. You will get all of those skills, build up your immunities. It's now that I feel mm. like I need to know who your friends are, I need to know where you're going, things to which you're being exposed. But let me tell you, if you are not going to play by the rules, then you don't get your iPhone XS Max. You don't get I just bought a new car. You don't get to learn how to drive on a sweet ride. Like you don't get a car. You I like my new car. <laughs> um, you don't get you don't get all the bonuses for respecting what your father and I have given you because you're not respecting it. So pack it up. And by the way, I bought you those clothes, too. So it's not going to take you long.
0: I get that, (laughs) but nobody's going to do that. You're not going to throw your kids out of your house. I, I think that you should. I honestly think you should at the time.
1: Ask Stuart to tell you the story of how he saw Mallory with her princess suitcase rolling down the street on his way home from work one day and... He pulled over and asked him one day to tell you how he found her getting after getting thrown out of the house, just rolling down the street, going to her friend's house. And I did call her friend's mom and say, do not let that bitch in your house.
0: Now, what, <laughs> one thing I did remember that I did tell my mother one time in a big, giant argument, I said, just remember, mom, I'm the one that's going to pick your home.
1: Or pull the plug. That's what we tell our kids. Like, we tell each other, be nice. This one's the one pulling the plug.
0: But to be honest with you, you know, when my mom did get sick and she, you know, my mom got, we found out my mom had cancer. Within a month she was, she had passed away because she didn't know about it and it was stage four and she went very quickly.
1: That's the way to do it.
0: Uh, And again, you know, we were, we were heartbroken because she went way too young. She was only 76 at the time. So you say that, but you know, my mom—I I would consider my mom a very loving mom, even though she beat the shit out of me when I me was. Me too. A kid. My mom
2: beat me with a uh, wooden spoon.
0: Yeah, I—I've been on record said my mom beat me. Everything in that house that had a handle, I got beat with. I remember one time yeah. she smacked me when she was cooking breakfast, and I I come by and I did something to my sister or whatever, and I I had no shirt on, and she smacked me with the spatula she was making pancakes with, and put a mark on my back like a burn mark because she hit me with a hot spatula. Yikes! So now I
1: want pancakes. Right.
0: So I mean, I again, bet, listen, I I understand pediatricians that there's a lot, of, you know what? There's a lot of different ways that parents bring up their kids. I, uh, you know, in a perfect world, again, they kids have to learn how to overcome adversity, too. So this is a little test for them.
1: Well, what they do is they test you inside your house because they tell you they feel most comfortable there. And I wish you'd be a little less comfortable <laughs> and test me a little less. Well, let's make it a little more inconvenient to live here and maybe you'll be kinder. But again, since camp knock knock on whatever on my forehead it things we've had a we're mm -hmm, we're doing just fine right now
2: hey that's good I'm I'm
1: nervous why would you jinx it
2: like that though
1: um you fool we have had tough times there have been times where where the the talking back the just sheer disrespect for wildly privileged children is disgusting and I I'm disgusted by it, so...
0: You know, it's funny. I don't mind my children talking back to me. I mind when I tell them to do something and they don't do it. If you want to talk back to me because you don't like what I'm saying or I told you what to do, we'll have a debate. We will have a talk. I don't mind them talking back to me. But when when I tell them to do something, I want it done. So that's... Like
1: pick up those socks that you take off in every fucking room you go in? Pick up your socks? Go get your socks?
0: Yeah, exactly. That, That, you know, or if I go to the house... And there's like three of them sitting around on their phones and I look in the dishes and I can't even put a fork in the sink because, you know, there's dishes in the dish, you know, in the sink and the dishwasher sit right next there. Why? Why are they sitting there when that can be taken care of?
1: My kids don't they open the dishwasher and instead of, you know, pulling out the bottom rack and putting the silverware in, they just lay the silverware on top of the silverware rack so when I pull it out all that silverware falls on the floor or falls in the in the guts of the dishwasher. They do that and on then purpose not to upset me but because they're so fucking lazy that they don't pull out the bottom drawer and stick it in they just put their hand in as far as they can and drop the silverware oh and no, no, no. and so they're at they're at school already and i pull out that rack and i like the rage <laughs> the rage yeah, i have I for have... silverware like why is it so hard you you already opened it just slide it out a little come on
0: now i agree with you that would be like i would save that until they got home and i would be like get in there and get that silverware out
1: I got to be honest, Stuart does the other side. He will, while they're eating breakfast, just as they finish, he'll scoop it up and do it for them. If he's home in the morning, again, he's gone for five, six days coming up. He, he'll do like their wrappers from Mallory will make frozen pancakes. She'll open the plastic wrapper, leave it on the counter, make it leave. The, sil- the syrup is out. The plastic from the wrapping is out. and And it's rising in me. Like I feel the... I really can't believe you can't even throw away your own trash, and still that makes me
2: crazy. Leaving trash on a table instead of putting it in the trash can makes me bonkers. Is
1: the trash can in the basement? Then I understand. Why is that that even necessary? Right beneath where your trash, where your trash is.
2: I have the winner of all winners of lazy and disgusting children's behavior. Are you ready? Please
1: make me feel good. We'll see. I promise (laughs) you, it's
2: the most revolting. There's two.
1: Worse than four pounds of cheese under your bed, that one? Can you beat that? I'm
2: not sure. Maybe. All right, let's go. One was my child. One was not my child. So I'll tell you my child's one first because it's not even the grossest. One of the times that I FaceTimed her or saw a picture of my daughter while she was in Utah, she was ashing her cigarette in her bed, like not using an ashtray, not using a – just Ugh. right on herself.
0: Are you kidding like,
2: me? I am not kidding you. Oh,
0: that disgusts me. I, I don't like smoking or smoking anything.
2: Ugh. It was so gross. I was like, that is the most pig thing.
1: Of course, you said something like, Em, um, what the fuck are you doing? And yeah, her of course. Answer? Are you was, kidding me? What did me? she say?
2: Mom, leave me alone. Mom, leave me alone? Yeah. <laughs> leave me alone. She okay. can do what she wants. I was like... I- <laughs> like, I didn't even yeah. know what to say. I was so... I was just in shock.
1: Mom, are you frozen? I was like, you know, no, you're sleeping but- <laughs> in
2: literal filth, like right, like ash. dirt and ash and filth. See, and she was you like, made
1: it sad. You made it sad. Other kids. Okay, I'm a better where- one. Okay,
2: okay. A friend of mine. Okay, so this was this story I heard when Emily was in fifth grade. When she was in fifth grade, Emily and Nathan, we would walk them to the bus stop. And stand there with the other kids and their moms. And like we would have a kibitz session or whatever. you know, We would have a chit-chat. The kids would get on the bus. We would chit-chat for another 10 minutes and then go do our thing.
1: John, do you know what kibitz means? Yes,
2: chat. Okay. Chit-chat, yeah. Go ahead. So one of the times we were talking about how old they're going to be when they get their period. Because this is around, around the time that <gasps> Emily and another one of my neighbors was like <laughs> 11. No, oh, it gets worse. So much worse. And my neighbor told me that her son's older sister, her daughter, didn't tell her... When she first got her period instead got supplies. I don't know ma- from where and then would use them and then hide them in the bath towels <gasps> used stuff. Just wrap it up in slip a towel. It, rub it down. And put oh, put no. it on back. Put it on oh, back no. in the linen closet.
1: <laughs> wrap it up. Slip it. Oof. I'm going to vomit. Oh, no.
2: I was like, beg your pardon. She was like, yeah, one day I went to do the laundry
1: uh, and I was, was she putting ashamed? it away. I don't get it. Was she ashamed? Was she the embarrassed? The girl was
2: like twelve. I don't know. I didn't. I was honestly the reactions and the facial expressions that you guys have right now. Like I was so offended by the entire idea of that and the fact that my daughter might do the same thing. That I didn't even know what to say. I was like, <gasps> "You got to have the talk."
1: Did well, did she not have the talk with her daughter?
2: She did, and then of course, I guess she had it again. Maybe she was just embarrassed, like she, she has a little brother. Maybe he was like nine. I don't know. He must have been eight at the time. Maybe she was just a- afraid someone would find it or she didn't know she could flush it or maybe with pads you can't flush. I don't can't know. can't flush pads. Right. I mean, I don't gr- know. I'm sweating just thinking about it because if that if that had been me, I would have never stopped vomiting.
1: Yeah. You win the grossest story as far as mm-hmm. bodily fluids being. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, our mutual friend, Amy, who's now real tight with John on, on uh, Facebook. Hi, Amy. Hi, Amy. <laughs> uh her son was hoarding cheese under his bed. Four pounds of cheese. I, I remember that. Right? So yeah. hoarding. That hoarding cheese, cheese. That's not gonna end well because when you hoard food You it know stinks. what? That that uh bus stop family, they don't have a dog. I'll tell you Hold that right on, now. Though. Because a Hold dog on. would find blood H- anyway. How that long was true. the cheese there? Months. Months.
2: And why why was it not wrapped up or refrigerated? Just why? Why to all of that?
1: Well, I'm sure he brought it up there, started to eat it, and then what he didn't eat, he knew he'd get in trouble for, So, and he wasn't going back down to put it in a refrigerator, so he slid it under his bed, and why then he not did it again with take the next a cheese. S- why not throw away your fucking wrapper from your pancakes? Why not put the silverware in where it belongs? Because they're fucking kids, and they screw you every But so time. much cheese. Right.
2: But, but four pounds so is like a, an awful lot of cheese. That is a lot of cheese
1: outrageous like, were they
2: blocks of cheese or like was he just taking the entire collection of singles up you know we don't know was it gouda? Hey, amy, why
1: don't you comment on oh, facebook oh, sure. when you amy on? i
2: need more information sure, need i want to know down. cheddar or gouda i need to know slices or blocks i need to know is this expensive cheese or is it like Velveeta? because that's the only yeah, way i, I can imagine four Velveeta. pounds of cheese ending up I anywhere is that you like never know cheese type product. southern people eat Velveeta.
1: My a- Nana ate Velveeta every day. Really? Southern every people, day. It,
2: you know, the best dip I ever had was a can of chili, no beans, and a block of Velveeta, and you just melt it together in the microwave. It's delicious.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie.
2: Yeah, it's a delicious. First of all,
1: it's cheese food. It's not cheese. It's called it doesn't cheese matter. food. It's all it probably also delicious. chili
2: food, and it is, del- <laughs> it is delicious. It is delicious. It's delicious. And
0: Melissa did hit a good point that your friends did not have a dog because I remember our dogs. If the girls were oh, in the let's trash not. Can, the, the next thing you know, they'd be drug all over that. You'd come home and you're like All
2: over the floor. Oh. And diapers, by the way, they like diapers too. Oh,
1: they love diapers. Even that diaper genie was no fucking match for our first standard poodle. Why he, like, are put they his like foot that. on it's it so and he got gross. it out? So so it was, you know, early in the relationship it was Melissa, the dog got to your stuff and I would clean it up. I'd be like, Oh my god, you fucking idiot. You're disgusting. But when it was a diaper, I <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah it's your turn.
2: Yeah, I don't know why they do that.
1: But because of that, but because you have that, that scar in your brain from that having happened, um, you definitely before you leave the house, check everywhere to make sure there's nothing a dog can get. Like there's just a process you go through now because you've been burned. So just so you know, I did text Amy to see what kind of cheese her son had under his bed. So if she writes back before we're done, yippee. If not, next time.
0: All right. Just so you know, Amy, I didn't bring up this topic. Well, this is it. <laughs> Right.
1: Right. If you're going to find fault in John, you're going to unfriend
2: has- somebody. Make <laughs> <it> <laughs> plenty malicious. of other things. Let it be us. Then I guess it should be us.
1: Flash back to the election conversation and be mad at him for that, not this.
2: Right. That's right. Uh, the John, other did- thing. D- I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, does your sister have a new business?
0: My sister have a new business.
1: Gina. Oh, no, that Gina comment? Yeah, Gina's new business. Is that your sister's name, Gina? My sister's
0: name is
2: Gina, yes. Oh, Is that no. a different this, Gina? That's why I thought it was all John.
1: Gina. Would now you, you know pay, I thought it was all John. Oh, would you pay or what would you pay for this service?
2: I love, we should definitely have a new section called Is This Business Bullshit? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, we talk about this almost every time.
1: We do, we definitely do. We, we invent do. our own businesses that we think are million dollar ideas. So, is this a million dollar idea? Um, you know how in front of ingredient cheese, I don't know what that means. What kind of cheese did your kid hide under his bed? Shredded shitty bag cheese, she said.
2: Oh. Uh, Ew! Uh, probably all gushed together. Who green. eats that with their face? Fi- Ew! Gross. That's gross.
0: So the other night, I didn't have anything in the house, and I'm, I look, I wasn't cooking anything, and I wanted something. So what I did was, I took a bowl of medium salsa, i um, and I took a like a jar, Paul Newman's. I dumped it in a bowl, and I took uh, the the three cheese, the Mexican cheese, yes, and I mixed it all together. <laughs> And I'm telling you, that was outstanding.
1: What did you dip in it?
0: A fork. If you
1: say a spoon, I'm going to vomit. A if you...
0: fork. Yeah, I ate it with a fork because uh. I can't I can't have chips. You know
1: me. I'm That's on what that. Stuart does. We went out to dinner. He ordered a, a guacamole sampler. And she brought these chips and plantains. And he said, uh, do you have a spoon? Uh, sure. Each one has a little spoon. He's like, no, nah, I'm share." He ate all of the guacamole with no. And
0: He gave, left you the chips.
1: I said, do you have any like celery or carrots he could use to shove in his pie hole? But yeah, that's uh, gross. That's gross.
0: Lovely. Well, anyhow.
1: But you said it was delicious. I thought,
0: well, yeah, when I was really hungry. So yeah, it was delicious.
2: <laughs> All right. What,
1: what would you, is this a business? What would you pay for this business? In front of many homes, there are, I want to say planters. Yes. I want to say like two planters. She called them urns, which made me a little nervous because urn to me is something different, like something altogether different. But she made a, a business card that was beautiful that said, it was called, her business called Earned Excellence. Earned, earned excellence. Something beautiful. She is suggesting a business where she comes or started a business where she comes to your home kind of like the... Delivery services that quarterly or as often as you sign up for them and decorates them quarterly, seasonally for whatever the...
0: So in the fall, she'll put moms in there. In the spring, she'll put uh, whatever flower of choice you want in there. In the summertime, I mean, in the wintertime, she might...
1: You could have a 4th of July party and want something fun red, white, blue. You could have... She will do it as often, as frequently or infrequently as you would like. And she goes to the nurse. She has a relationship with the nurseries... To get, if you want new urns or planters or whatever, she will go get those. She's uh, her husband's excited to buy a truck. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think that's. A,
0: I think that's. I think that is a very good idea, and I think that people will do it. Now, is it a million dollar idea? No, but it's a good side business.
1: She has incredible taste. She is a Stella and Dot. Um, I want to say is that like associate- Lucy and Ethel. Yes, it's like Lucy and Ethel. No, it's a jewelry <laughs> business where oh. where she it's kind of a pyramids, I'm not going to use the S word. It's a pyramid Scheme. kind of thing where she has people under her and they she gets money from there and she's one of the highest most accomplished biggest people. She's been doing it since almost inception. She's amazing and has style on top of style. She showed me some of the urns that she had done and they were Gorgeous.
0: Yeah, we call what them planners, but okay. Well, yeah,
1: I call them planners too, but that's the name of her business. Well, so I'm planners gonna excellence
0: to doesn't really rhyme like earns excellence.
1: Planted anything doesn't real planters doesn't sound fasciitis. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't right. sound nothing about it sounds good. So what was that? Is this a million dollar idea? Well,
0: I say it's a good side business. I don't see you know it's for uptown upscale neighborhoods that people don't want to do it and they they have something like that, but. I mean, market it correctly. If you say, hey, this week we're having a special on this. Would you like this and that and all? And if you could Or get... we're
1: doing someone in your neighborhood. Do You want this also, right? Good marketing. Yeah,
0: yes. And then you can ask the people, hey, listen, for 10% off your bill, can I put a sign up in, in your front lawn? Like I want to push in signs on your front lawn for a, a week. Would you mind?
1: Absolutely. So you're marketing for her already. Right. You like it. You're on board. Right. Jess, and you if, like it? Yeah. Yeah,
2: I think it's cool. Yeah.
1: Would you use it?
2: No, <sighs> no,
0: I, I wouldn't. Use, but I, I'm not my I'm not. I, I'm not her target audience market, whatever. Yes. But I don't I could see people using it. I could see it. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. We're having a big Christmas party. Can you come two days before and, and yeah. create a spectacle at our front door? Yeah, you, that, we don't you know, ever use the front door. Right. So put that's the would I never
0: use my front door. Why not? Right. So I put some lights and stuff in there. Yeah. jazz it, Jazz it up a little bit. I I hate Christmas, right? So one of the things that I was talking to Sam Humbug. about the other night, Samantha the other night was she says, You gotta decorate your house for Christmas. I was like, Yeah, it's not happening. But so then I was thinking that maybe I You she have to take, put something. Hey, even I put something. All right, so here's a story. So my sister Jesus. calls me and she says, I'm sending you something. What's your address? I give her my address like every third month. She doesn't know how to write it down. <laughs> so, so all of a, i so she said it and I didn't even think about it. I just gave her my address because I always do it. So then about four or five days later, this box shows up, and it's about three foot tall. So I said, like, what the heck is this? And I didn't order it. And it didn't come from Amazon. So I was like, I don't understand. So I open it up, and inside, it's nothing but peanuts and stuff. So I take it over the trash can. I start shaking it. It's a three-foot-tall ceramic Christmas tree with all the lights in Whoa, it. Whoa. You ever see ceramic. the ones you used to make when you yes, were a kid? I, Yes, I
2: love those.
0: Right. So it's a three-foot-tall green. My mom used to make them.
2: Those are big. A, That's yeah. big three feet tall. It is big three foot tall. Because yeah, I only saw, like, my friend had one that was like desk size.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what my mom had. And it was have. green. It yes. Yeah. I had like little white snowy on it sometimes. Yeah, and like, yeah. And the push yes, in light yes. bulbs and all that. So she got yeah. me one of them. And I'm like, where am I going to put this thing? It's too small for the floor. I have to get it. It's too big to put it on an end table with anything else on it. It needs its own table. So she, said, she called me. She goes, Did you get your gift? I said, yeah, I just unpacked it. Holy cow! Very, very nice. And I appreciate it, but that's so. That's what started that. So I might bring it down. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, right now. But I might have the kids come down here and decorate the the recording studio with some Christmas lights and stuff. We'll see what happens. Oh,
1: well, that'll be fun. And you should the white lights. You should leave up all year because down there that would be delightful.
2: Yeah, I might. delightful. So it, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. So it doesn't yes. look like a hunting cabin. I like. Cl- like I think does. clear. Li- I think people should use clear lights all year long. Yeah, they're, they're kind so of pretty. Nice. But I think they're so pretty.
1: We've had some bad weather, so I think of those twinkle lights out on the deck and what well, we just got, you know the trees are turning, like we just got those beautiful red and beautiful mm-hmm. orange trees and they're they're breathtaking and then Without fail, every year, right after they explode in color, there's a tornado watch or a storm or terrible weather, and it just wipes everything out. So it's all on the ground, and it makes me so sad. And that just happened again this year. But this year, I had the beautiful tree. I'm going to put it up on Brilliant Observations on Insta and um, Facebook so you can see it right in mm. front of my house. It's a gorgeous tree that just made me so happy and then the wind came
0: it took off all the leaves
1: took ever av- i mean it just ruined everything mother yes. nature you're really killing me this year so
0: let me ask you a question ladies daylight savings time when we roll back the clock does that bother you
2: uh yeah i didn't this time oddly because i was on an airplane most of yesterday and i was gonna like that's an interruption into your life regardless like when i woke up on sunday I went right to the airport, and then I came right here. So it didn't really matter if it was 8 or 7 or 9 or 8. If it had been on a work day, it would have really messed me up. And normally going ahead, the whole time that it's daylight savings time, I am i don't feel right. It's not right.
0: See, I feel it the other way. I don't like it when it's standard time. If I was going to do it with any, away with anything, I would do away with standard time.
1: Yeah, I like that extra hour of daylight. I drive the kids to school in the morning, and that's – if I don't do something right away in the morning, I'm not going to do it. So I thought I'll take a dog with me. I'll walk around the park for two miles, and then I'll come home. And it's Actually, still you're right. Dark I like out. it the other way. It's still dark out. Like I'm kind of scared of the wildlife or anybody creeping through that park. Like I, I need that hour of light. I'd like it better.
2: I think you're right. I do actually like the extra because when I pick him up and it's getting dark and it's five, I feel like the day's over yet in the summer and the fall, I can like have dinner and then go back out and do things. Like I feel like I'm supposed to stay in cause it's dark. It's weird. You're right. I think you're right. I like it the other way.
1: Winter sucks. Uh, you know,
0: so on Winter social sucks. media, everybody was complaining <laughs> about daylight savings <laughs> time. We should not have daylight savings times. And then you have the people like in uh, Canada and, uh, Arizona, where like, well, you know what? We don't do It Doesn't like affect things. us. Doesn't affect us. <laughs> yeah. There are
1: times where you're two hours off of them and there are times where you're one, right? Two, one, three. It just depends. Yeah.
0: Well, me and Samantha are only an hour apart, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. You know. Better. That's it,
2: nice. Mo better.
1: Mo better. Mo better blues.
2: I had one week where I was only four hours behind my coworkers. Now I'm back to five, but it didn't matter because that week I was with one of them. That's the one I talk to the most often, so it was kind of – it's annoying. I I actually – it's so annoying to be a time difference from someone. It is. Like my sister always calls me at the worst time. It's always dinner time because it's like late afternoon for her and she's like taking a break.
1: I totally agree with you except for the fact that Marnie, a friend of ours who we're going to see in a couple of weeks, calls me on her – occasionally on her commute somewhere, either to work – probably to work – and it's still like, you know, it's my afternoon. I'm like, okay, I can, I can definitely talk now. If I'm not recording with you, I'm free where, for where her because I'm live? going, I'm in Wegmans, I'm doing my own uh, ship, but West Coast? it's her morning. Yeah, it's her morning. And I love that I get those 23 minutes and then six months later, I get those 23 minutes again, but still, I'm not complaining. I love it. So that, that actually worked for me. But no, if I had to do business with her, it would make me fucking crazy.
0: All right. So can we do situations I hate? Can so we end with that? Yeah.
1: Can you make it a people you hate? Are you not doing the Christmas music quiz because we're two Jews? Is that what you're well, saying? Well,
0: let's leave that for next week because we already had one quiz. Okay. So we'll leave that for next week. Okay. All right. So I thought we weren't doing people we hate because we didn't want to add into the. Th-
2: I still now, like to add to the hatred of the world. Okay. So
1: I You convinced me to keep it up because it's not a specific person unless it's Jessica who's yeah, saying it. Okay. Um, And it's just, you know what? People should be called on their shit. So that's what it is. We're calling you on your shit.
2: All right.
0: Thank you. Again, I am in a lot of podcasting groups in Facebook. And one of the things about Facebook is if you put a question in there, if you're new, you put a question in there and everybody charges in with their information. Some, you know, if you say one thing, someone will come in and say the exact opposite. That's one of the reasons why I don't do it anymore. But uh, a new podcaster come in and she said, in an interest of not being uh, rushing episodes, I had two episodes that were unedited. I didn't get them out for two weeks, but You know, because of work and everything, I should, should I just put them out now or should I backdate them? You know, what should I do? What's the best practice? So a guy comes charging in and this is what I hate, the humble brag. Mm -hmm. And this is what he says. If you want to grow, don't skip episodes. Listeners come to expect the show like clockwork. Backdating is the best option. My show is seven days a week. Some days I'm editing at 2 a.m. 290 shows without missing a beat. By more than six hours. Well.
1: (laughs) Slow clap, buddy. buddy. Slow clap.
2: Fucking dog. Yeah.
0: Okay. First of all, nobody asked you about your show. Okay. There's a question here. But he had to come in there and say, listen, I have been doing seven days a week. I have 290 shows out and I never missed an episode by more than six hours. So since you missed two, I'm so much better than you. And infuriated me
1: yes but did you answer him of course i did yes that's what i'm looking for i'm and so what proud did you say that you him? can
2: even recognize this when this whole thing first came up you were like so if i explain anything or help someone am i mansplaining like now you get it okay i'm i'm so happy it so makes me so I happy said, hey dick nice humble brag <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you really write hey dick no i wanted to
1: no that's what you i wrote should... on his post yesterday right. yeah.
0: I, that would have been amazing we'll get to that in a second uh nice humble brag but here's the thing the horse is out of the barn she's already missed two episodes unless you have a time machine your advice is no help
2: do you have a time machine (laughs) do you have a time machine then shut the fuck up yeah exactly you know
0: it's just one of those things where my thing is if you don't have anything to add or any shut the fuck up yeah why come in there and tell everybody about yourself and how great you are and you know nobody cares Dude, nobody cares. I wouldn't. Even, I, I I don't even know you, and now I won't even listen to your podcast. Oh, Just John, you
1: do know him. You know so much about him. He hasn't missed a single podcast in two hundred and ninety days. You know everything there is to know about him. You don't want to know him, but you Correct. know everything there is to know. I, you know now Correct.
0: for next week. Now I got to know. Next week we are going to review this guy's show on this show. We're going to listen
2: to this. I'm going to pull oh, clips. I don't want
1: to. He's crazy. I don't want to listen to him.
2: <laughs> yeah. Why? Why do we have to be punished? I, I guess so. I and guess
1: I so. certainly don't want to promote him because. <laughs>
2: why do our listeners have to be punished? That's true. Don't well, I guess punish you, I guess our you're so. a you're listener.
1: listeners. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> speaking of right.
2: big, speaking of big mistakes.
0: Last week we had an issue. Uh, we record we on did. Monday. The show goes out on Thursday. So I do the oh, editing yeah, we did. and jessica the show goes into jessica's uh media host account jessica has the media host
2: account I yeah i was record. wondering what the hell ha- yeah okay, okay. So, all right, so, was so, so now though.
0: jessica was on her way to on thursday she was on her way to uh harvard. harvard so she was on her way to harvard so i had the episode ready wednesday night i went in you can schedule it to come out thursday morning so i go to bed and uh, i wake up and i look in the shows there and i i i listen to the show i was listening to the show and it sounded okay and then the next thing i know i go back and the show's gone it's not <laughs> there anymore it was just gone see and i've put out probably uploaded you know for clients don't and myself and everything probably about a
2: thousand episodes
0: <laughs> melissa's over here taunting jessica don't
2: do that Jessica's i can't her- listen to that shit <laughs> don't get your mouth away from the fucking mic just right now i'm hanging up I'm going to leave. <laughs> All right. I can't take it. Don't make me so listen to that. So what happened to, to it,
1: John? It just disappeared into the ether? It just
0: disappeared. Now, I thought at first That's I thought, crazy. did Jessica pay her bill? So I checked into that. I thought, did iTunes take us down? Again, these are things that just go through your mind because you're trying to tell would Oh, the my problem. God. Again, I don't, you know what? It was the first of the month. It was the first of the month. So right. I'm like, why would this happen on the first of the month? And it's not my account. So anyhow, so now- I go in and I look in the back end and the file's there because I thought did I put it in because I've also one time put the show in another show of Oops. yours. Oops, that's and funny sent it to that I and actually, it went out on that show. Yeah, whoops. So
1: what? So what did happen? I don't
0: know. So oh, I go it's still to a I, I call support ticket. So I send a message.
2: Yeah, who gave me like the standard answer of support ticket? And I said, hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So then he gave me the He says, yeah, your, your episode's in there. I'm like, no, "That no, the latest episode's not in there. The latest episode's gone. So I was like, okay. So then in the middle of this, Melissa's like, where's the show? <laughs> I missed this whole thing. Show? What are we going to do with the show?
1: I got it on Twitter, like the link to it. Right. So I so- started it and Stuart called me and said, your show's not up. And I said, yes, it is. I just listened to it on Twitter. Like I just started it. And because I wanted to hear the edit and then... He's, I mean, you caused a fight between us, but you know, whatever. So
0: I ca- I caused a fight. So, because this is, an, I was in uncharted territory. So I didn't want to do something stupid. And then, then Lipson say, Oh, you shouldn't have done that. I wanted to hear what their response was. So I was out somewhere. And Melissa's like, What are we going to do? And then I get on, which is on Marco Polo. So I get on the thing. I said, First of all, relax. And then,
1: uh, Do you need to <laughs> say anything else after that? Because and I, <laughs> that's I, I really for- it. Yeah,
0: I forgot. So then as I get done, as I. I Went into the next Marco Polo. I thought to myself, Oh, geez, I just told a woman to relax. You never tell a woman to relax. That's like bathing a cat. So then I said, Listen, I just realized I told you to relax. (laughs)
2: It's (laughs) not, it's not nice. That's for sure.
0: I'm I'm just saying, you know, I'm going to, I'm, yeah, I'm going into it. If I don't see anything, I'm just going to delete everything, just put the show up again, which is, which ended up being what I did. And the show was up in, in an hour after I did that. So, at the end what did stewart do what did stewart say oh no he didn't
1: so stewart goes oh no <laughs> like as he heard john we're on our way out to dinner with gina who has the new business and he's like did he just fucking tell you to relax I'm like yeah it was john he didn't mean it like that he goes well how come if i would i'm like don't you dare <laughs> i'm like don't you even dare he goes, i could never say that to you i'm like no you couldn't right he's right he could never speak that way but you weren't saying, relax, woman. Like, it wasn't one of those. It was you saying, I got this. Yeah. I got this is what you were saying. And it came out with a relax. And one of my eyebrows went <laughs> up like, oh, you're skating real close to the edge of that <laughs> pond right there. I'm going to shove you right in. But, but yeah, I knew I knew what you were doing. You were upset about it. And you couldn't find it. And, and you're like, I got this. It was relax, I got this. Not relax, bitch, because. It's funny
0: that your editor could tell you to relax, but not your husband.
1: Oh, No doubt. No doubt. Is this a debate? Because there's no debate. It's very much true. Yeah,
0: I was just, like I said, I I see people all the time charge in when something goes wrong, and then they make it worse, and I didn't want to be that person. But then when I got the ticket saying, then I knew I was going to have to try to explain it again. I was like, all right, it's enough. I'm just deleting everything that's in there that has to do with that episode, and I'm just going to upload it again, which is what I did, and it was fine.
1: Does it re-download for people who subscribe?
0: Uh, what it would do is when you delete it, it, it deletes it off of everything. But it was deleted anyhow. So, yes, it re-downloaded. So our show, if everybody that was subscribed, if it downloaded to their phones, it would do it again. So our numbers probably doubled.
1: We're going to get a spike.
0: We're going to get a spike.
1: <laughs> We're hitting a thousand downloads. <laughs> right. So there you go. So sad. Meanwhile, you also posted on Brilliant Observations a video that made me laugh out loud because it was of a woman choking while drinking in the car because the husband went over a bump in the car, blah, blah, blah. She chokes, hilarious, until I listened to it with sound. And then I file helped her file for divorce because he fucking laughed at her in a way when she thought she was dying from choking that was so wrong that...
0: You realize was, that's not what happened. He didn't go it's over a bump. for divorce. You realize what happens is she was sitting there drinking. This is why I put it up there. She was drinking out of a cup without a straw. And she held it to his mouth. And he's looking at the camera the whole time. He's looking at the camera, Look at the camera. And what happened is they were stopped. So as she brought the, the cup up to his mouth, I guess the light turned green, and he stomped on it, which made her go back like this and throw all the water down.
1: Doesn't that make him a bigger dick? Yes. That's grounds, yes. my friend. That's grounds. It
0: was so funny. I put another one up where there was uh, a couple. And remember back in the day they had that... TV show Gladiator where they would stand on this uh stand on this circle. Oh my
1: god, I love that video you put up. I'm a little concerned about that couple. Right. So Hey listener, go to our go to our Facebook page and take a look at all these videos.
2: Well, I have to put it up there. Stop. This is how I'm <laughs> going to participate, but not listen. I'm, I'm just going to just... read lips.
0: Well, I don't know how you could do that cuz you can't hear us. Stop. I'm well, just going to read now lips. No I can tell
2: on. when you're not uh, speaking whatever. and I'll just try and pretend like I'm going to part-
1: She's so delicate. So,
0: so what happens is they have this home thing. You, it's a blow-up thing. You stand on just like the, the – and, and it's the uh, pontoons that they used in Pontoone the army. in the army.
2: See, with. I can hear everything.
0: So it's a stick with two blow-up pillows on the end of it. So he's reading the instructions. While he's looking over and reading the instructions, she hauls off and whacks him right in the face.
1: Yeah, but early on, one of them picks up that stand and starts beating the other with the – like, I'm concerned about this couple.
0: Right. Well, again, it's everything's blow-up. So I'm sure it was like trying to – I'm sure he was hitting her with like a, a blow-up raft. You know, I don't think there was that much damage. But every time he would relax, she would sneak and sucker him. She suckered him like three times Dang. in that little video.
1: They used to have those um, boxing gloves that are inflatable that I gave my kids one year. Rock they're not Rockem sock they are sock yes. some somethings and you, you blow them up, and they're, they're on the ends of your fists, and you beat each other up. And I'm like, did I just get my kids <laughs> tools to kill each other yeah. more? That was not very smart. They just fired
0: smart. two teachers down in Florida in a preschool because the heat was out and the kids were cold. So what they did was they put those those big giant boxing gloves on them and they let them play. They had like a fight club in the class. and they That's would, awesome. Well, yeah.
1: Kindergarten fight club. Well, That's awesome. The
0: mothers had, the parents had a fit and they were going to sue the place. So they ended up firing them.
1: Yeah. I would not mind collecting disability or or getting socked from a kid in the in the parts or, or just getting unemployment for getting fired for having a yeah, genius Yeah, how about that? Idea. How about that for a million dollar idea? I
0: don't think. I can't believe you of love and kindness. I'm just and kidding.
1: That's <laughs> despicable. How dare they do that? That's gross. <laughs>
0: yeah, because the one kid was really giving the one the other kid the business,
2: and then the kid's crying, and the, you know, and they're
1: they weren't moderating it. They just let him into were like them a Mosh pit. They were cheering them on.
2: Hey, what? my recording says it's recording, but it says zero kilobytes. Here we go again. I just noticed.
1: Okay, wrap it up, slip it, rub it down. Come on, Jess, close it. Dear, us wait out. a minute,
0: because she might not be recording. No, because I have you in here some I have you backed up. I think. It just make my Jessica making my life risible. One recording at a time.
1: Dear listener, thank you for playing along with us today. We're gonna see if we even have a podcast to send out for you.
2: Just let me just, just wrap, wrap it up because we then, was in the middle of a fucking story. What?
1: No, I think he's done. That's Kindergartners go throwing down. We're good. Right, we're
2: done. We're, I'm sorry to done. be right, so John, abrupt. If you're angry
1: about it, listeners. I
2: didn't say anything. All right, so if you want to Yeah, t- this is the John show, so John has to do it. And we would love it
0: if you could, especially Melissa. Melissa loves when you connect with the audience. So we are on Listen Brilliant on Twitter, Instagram, and we are also on Brilliant Observations. No, we're on, on, on Listen Brilliant on Facebook, is Twitter, and Instagram. Listen Brilliant. Okay. If you can hear right now, Jessica, she's correcting me. We are on Listen Brilliant on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to email us, it is brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we will try to have Jessica have a full
2: recording.
1: Yeah, bye